Hello and welcome to Impactability, the Nonprofit Leaders Podcast. This is a show that explores the landscape of the nonprofit organization, big and small, offers some incredibly helpful information and resources, and gives nonprofits a place to share ideas and get advice. I'm your host, Joe Turner. Our show is sponsored by Sukup Strategic Solutions, offering a wide variety of services to help nonprofits maximize their impact. So let's get into solving the problems that might be plaguing your nonprofit. Thanks for joining us today. It's a very, very special episode of Impactability because today is National Nonprofit Day. So just in case you were unaware of National Nonprofit Day, let me explain that this is a holiday that was first created in 2017 to bring attention to all of the organizations putting in good work as a nonprofit. So I'm thinking to myself when I was preparing for the podcast, the amazing nonprofits that exist in my community, your community, all over, besides your own though, think about it for a minute, children and family services, youth development, shelters, crisis services, food banks, multi-purpose human service organizations, homeless services, social services, on and on and on. Great list, right? So now I know what you're thinking. Every day should be National Nonprofit Day, and I agree, but today is a special day set aside to honor nonprofits. And it was the brainchild of our guest today, Sharita Herring. Now, Sharita is a renowned speaker, best-selling author, business strategist, a lot of things on this girl's plate. She founded National Nonprofit Day, basically to educate, enlighten, and empower others to make a difference while acknowledging those in the trenches, like you, that are impacting lives every day. The change makers of the world. I love that term, Sharita. We are honored to have you today on Impactability and happy National Nonprofit Day to you. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, even then you put chill bumps on my arms. Joe, this arena is so significant in the United States and most people just don't know it. And there's so many myths that exist about it. But there's a reason that it was signed into law 128 years ago in, with the Tariff Act of 1894. That's when corporations also were signed into law and the tax uh, on corporations. But then there were these organizations that even then were doing the work that the government would normally have to do. And so those individuals that initially were first feeding the homeless or doing something about housing or whatever, they decided then that they should be exempt from taxes because they were doing the work that normally the government would have to do. So that became a part of the Tariff Act of 1894. And that was on August 17th, 1894, which is why I selected August 17th as National Nonprofit Day. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because I thought, well, that's kind of an unusual day. I mean, I didn't think you just threw a, a dart at a, at a calendar and see to see where it landed. So was that the inspiration behind doing this? Well, there were so many things that were the inspiration. 90% of the people that call me believe so many myths about the nonprofit arena and, and the impact that it has. For one, Joe, most people don't realize that the nonprofit sector, the nonprofit business sector is the third largest in the United States. The third largest employs more people than any other industry except retail and manufacturing. See, most people don't think that, don't, don't even know that. 
because they think that nonprofits can't make a profit, which doesn't make business sense at all. Every business, if you don't make a profit, you can't exist. So that's one of the things that leads to the myths. You know, nonprofits can't make a profit. If you're a nonprofit and you're selling something or selling service, oh, you're doing wrong, you're breaking rules. See, as you listed those names, those organizations that make a difference in the world, what's missing, most people don't know the Oscars is actually put on by the Oscar Foundation. Most people don't know that the PGA, the Professional Golf Association is a nonprofit. The National Hockey League is a nonprofit. Credit unions, nonprofit. Most hospitals, unless privately owned, nonprofit. Many fire stations across this country, nonprofit. There are nonprofit bars, B-A-R-S, that sell liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and see, it's the misconception that people have about the nonprofit arena that makes them think, oh, no way can those kinds of businesses or large organizations that make millions, sometimes billions, can be a nonprofit. Because wow. you don't understand the tax implications that oftentimes, even the NFL until 2015, the, the football league that puts on the Super Bowl was a nonprofit. Now, people are confused by that, but see, there are 29 different kinds of nonprofits and now think about this one game, one football game. Think about how many jobs are created around one game. Okay. So, think of all the taxes that would be paid. But this one game and this league, think about the, how a city, what they would be missing if that league wasn't there. So, when you are addressing needs, you're creating jobs your long-term jobs, you're helping with tourism, you're helping small restaurants and large restaurants in the area. When people come to that area for a game, they're staying at hotels, they're getting gas, they're stopping at grocery stores. Look at all of what that game is creating that's helping the economics of that area. And so when you are a, a magnitude of that like that, then at that time, you could be filing to be tax exempt so that as you're creating all of this, you don't pay as many taxes on it so that you could continue to help that city. Are you getting it? Yeah, totally. And I have to be honest, I never thought of that angle before, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and that's why I talk about the nonprofit arena so much. I encourage people to help nonprofits, to donate to nonprofits, to think about their significance. You may, as a business, should have a nonprofit. See, we don't think about all of what the nonprofit arena does and all of what it can do for those ideals that haven't even been, been thought of yet. Yeah. So, okay, since today is National Nonprofit Day, give us some ways to celebrate National Nonprofit Day. Acknowledge those that are making a difference in your community, that are in the trenches all day, every day, that most people only think about on Giving Tuesday, or when they do see a donate button, oh, they say, oh, that yeah, that organization is making a difference, but they're making a difference always. So acknowledge them. And I'm not saying maybe you can't do a donation, but maybe you can go and volunteer that day. Maybe you could just make that call and say, you know what, my daughter was in your program, Miss So-and-so, and I never called you or acknowledged how you've changed her life. Send an email to that organization and let them know the impact that they've had with your children. Do you know that things like that are what they can also use to go after grants to further their programs and services? And just an email, just a shout out on their Facebook page 
can also make others think about, you know what, I hadn't even thought about using this organization. My daughter could use this organization. There are so many ways to acknowledge, and I'm not saying just with a donation. Say thank you. I, I think that'd be a great idea moving forward for companies to maybe use National Nonprofit Day as a day to say, you know what, for our employees, today is your day to volunteer. Schedule something, take the day off, and volunteer somewhere. I like that. That brings me to a question. How can we use this day to inspire the team at our nonprofit? When they hear this, when they hear our conversation, for one, that's going to spark so much more in them. Ideals will start to formulate in their heads like never before. There's just so many ways to just celebrate those that are in this arena. And not only on this day, but this is just a reminder. It's almost like, like with Mother's Day. Mothers are being mothers all day, every day, every second. But they have one day because sometimes people don't think to say thank you until Mother's Day or Father's Day for that father that's being so up, those fathers that are so amazing. So it doesn't stop on today. We're speaking with Sharita Herring. She is the person who developed, came up with the idea of National Nonprofit Day. And that's what we're talking about today, National Nonprofit Day. We're going to take a short pause. When we come back, we're going to see what nonprofits can do to maximize the potential of National Nonprofit Day. Can you use it to fundraise? What, can, what else can you do with it? We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the future of National Nonprofit Day. So stick with us. You're listening to Impactability, the Nonprofit Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Turner. We'll be right back. Sometimes there's just not enough hours in the day to get the work at your nonprofit done. Souk Up Strategic Solutions can help. We handle all kinds of projects, especially the ones you can't seem to get to. Fundraising, marketing, grant writing, communications, and more. With Souk Up Strategic Solutions, you'll have a team of nonprofit professionals working for you. You'll have more hands on deck, reduce overhead, and increase efficiency. For a free consultation on how we can help lighten the load at your nonprofit, visit SoukUpStrategicSolutions.com. Maximize your impact with Souk Up Strategic Solutions. Welcome back to Impactability, the Nonprofit Leaders Podcast. I'm Joe Turner. Coming up in a few, we've got another edition of Coach's Corner, so stay tuned for that. Today, we're talking with Sharita Herring. She's the person who developed National Nonprofit Day, which is today. And we're so excited to be able to speak with you today, Sharita. So let me ask you if you feel that National Nonprofit Day is a good day for nonprofits to use to fundraise. Yes, just like Giving Tuesday that's the day that people are focusing on you, then you definitely want to have the tools available, whether you've got a donate button on your social media page, which is possible. A lot of times there are nonprofits that have been in existence for a very long time and they still don't have a website. So use the tool that is available for free. Use your Facebook page dedicated to the work that you are doing and you can have a donate button there. So definitely have the tools available for this particular day to be able to receive donations. But again, everyone that you interact with is a prospective donor. Now, does that mean that everyone you talk to, you're asking them for money at that time? No, what I'm saying is, is that this is a time that you should have things available, tools available, so that all those individuals that you've known, and now because they're constantly seeing your work, then they say, well, you know what, Sharita, you've known me forever and you've never asked me for funding and I see all the work that you're doing. I've seen your Facebook page. How do I donate to you? 
So that's why it's important for you to have your donate button available. And remember that everyone is a prospective donor. Yeah. I, would you say that for nonprofits listening, it's not too late to at least get something on their Facebook page today if they didn't know it was National Nonprofit Day, just to throw something up there to, to just kind of remind their audience, their fans, their followers that, hey, it's National Nonprofit Day. We're here 365, but today is a special day, like you were saying, like Mother's Day is. Yes, yes. And you can say, if you'd like to give to our cause, our donate button is right here. And you, you can even, I even suggest if you're doing it that late to do a video, just a short video. You know, a lot of times people say, well, I'm scared of doing video or I'm not comfortable. With our phones in our hands, you guys, we're doing videos way more than what we think. We just don't utilize them in the way that we can. So do a short video and say, hey, did you know that today is National Nonprofit Day? And it almost got away from me. We've done, and give like five bullets of what you've done. Over the past year, we have had more than 280 kids as part of our feeding program. In our after-school program, we've got 75 kids. 20 of those are even foster youth. And then a third bullet, we have more than 62 mothers that have come and volunteered at our organization. So whether you can donate, whether you're just even here on our Facebook page, go and give us a shout out. If you're a mom or a youth that have been involved in our program, let us know what you thought of our program. Please put that right below here on our uh, Facebook. If you are someone that has been involved in our programs, whether it's last year, year before, 25 robbers at my door, you know, <laughs> this is your opportunity to shine on your organization. Now, a lot of times too, Joe, every organization, even for-profit businesses must ask for money. See, and people think when they step into the nonprofit arena that they are begging. You mean I have to continuously beg? Switch your thinking. Because when you walk into a hotel, what is the very first thing they ask you for? Your credit card. When you walk into a grocery store, before you walk out of there, what's, what do they ask you for? Your money or your debit card. When you walk into a hospital, what is the first thing they ask you for? Your insurance card, which is going to do what? Pay them. That's money. So whether you are for-profit or non-profit, you are always asking for money. So stop thinking of it as begging. This is sustainability. It is business sustainability. As a non-profit, you just have more ways of getting money. Yes, they can pay with their debit card. Yes, they can pay with cash. Yes, but what for-profits can't do is they can't go after grants like a nonprofit can. And the dollars that come into you are tax exempt because it is for the furtherance of your programs. Switch your thinking about this arena. Excellent point, I love that. Let me ask you one more question. National Nonprofit Day, it's only been around a couple of years. So what is your vision? as to what National Nonprofit Day could someday become? That it will become a federal holiday and people will be off work. Wow. That is my vision. People, again, if they really, really looked at what the nonprofit arena does, not only in the United States, but all over the world, all over the world, these organizations need to be acknowledged, not just one person, like it's President's Day, or even MLK Day, Martin Luther King, who I treasure what he has done. You and I wouldn't even be on this podcast, I don't think, if Martin Luther King had not done the work that he had done. But there are millions of people doing the work all day, every day. And to make national nonprofit a federal holiday so that those individuals are off work so that now all those people that are off work can come and volunteer 
at these organizations that can't be off work because of the people that still need them. Awesome. I am so glad we were able to connect on this very, very special day, National Nonprofit Day. We've been speaking with Sharita Herring. She's the brainchild behind it. Sharita, I, I've been inspired today by our conversation. I'm sure our audience has as well. So I want to follow up with you in a few months and, and see if if we can maybe move the needle and, and maybe get ready for next year and make it, it would be great to make it as big as Giving Tuesday. Use it as another day to call attention to what you're doing for your community and really just kind of maximize the impact of something like this. Sharita, thank you so much for being our guest today on Impactability. We appreciate you. I'm honored to be on and I thank you so, so much. Time once again for another edition of Coach's Corner. This is where we take the questions that you send us, and it could be about anything that's happening in your nonprofit. We put your questions to our impact coaches for them to answer. And this is where you can get some really, really great advice on whatever is happening at your nonprofit. Anything you want to know about, that's what we're here to do. That's what Coach's Corner is all about. Our impact coach today, Christine Rahill. Christine, check this one out. As a small nonprofit, we all wear lots of hats. One of the things that seems to always fall through the cracks is marketing. We're not good at it, but really don't have the budget to hire someone to do our marketing. How can we better prioritize and plan for our marketing? This is a really good question, and and marketing is right up my alley, so I can't wait to see how you're going to answer the question, Christine. No pressure, but you only have five minutes to answer the question, and your five minutes begins right now. Well, thank you, Jill. This is a wonderful question, especially for smaller nonprofits. I'd say the best time to start planning for your marketing is really when you're making your overall plans for the agency for the year. So when you're sitting down and figuring out when your programming is going to be, when your events are going to be, that's the best time to think about your marketing. So you can create a marketing plan at that point by starting to think about which audience you want to reach for each of these activities. Is it donors, volunteers, grantors, the business community, the general press, and so on? And then you come up with a strategy to reach those target audiences, whether it's your newsletter, an email, a press release, social media posts, personal notes. Definitely add website updates in there as part of your plan. And then once you assign the strategy for outreach, then you just need to assign someone on your team to manage the communications. And don't forget to tap your volunteers and board members. Often you can find that somebody with those skills can help you out in one of those groups of volunteers. And then hopefully there'll be some unplanned successes that you'll want to share as they arise, like a large grant award. And once you have that marketing process in place, you can easily add this milestone into the process. I also want to add, Joe, that it's also important to work success stories into your marketing plan. You want to identify several clients that you can feature on your website and in your marketing communications, whose experience tells the story of how your work is fulfilling your mission. These clients become your brand ambassadors and with proper coaching can also tell their stories at your events. Client success stories are very powerful and go a long way to helping move volunteers and donors to action and support. I hope those are easy steps that will help your nonprofit work marketing into the plan. 
Thank you for that, Christine. Especially like the idea of tapping into your volunteers because you never know what volunteer that you have on your staff that might have some experience that you know nothing about. Appreciate your time in answering our question today on Coach's Corner. Thank you, Christine. Thanks so much, Joe. If you've got a question for Coach's Corner, we want to hear from you. Email them to us at impactcoaches at impactability.net. Again, that's impactcoaches at impactability.net. And if you want to reach me, my email address is joe.turner at impactability.net. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app, and that way you'll get new episodes downloaded just as soon as they come out. Also, please give us a review or a rating so that your peers in the nonprofit industry can find us as well. I'm Joe Turner. Thanks for listening, and thank you for all you do to make the world a better place through your nonprofit.